0: Welcome to episode five of Hanging with Haygood, hosted by Haygood Farms in partnership with Chattanooga Football Club. And now your host, Lou Boyd and Baker Brock.
1: We have Richard Dixon from Chattanooga Football Club here today. How are you, Richard? I'm doing great. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks for coming on, Richard. On, of course. Absolutely. I'm, I'm excited about this because I'm going to talk a little bit about cannabis and soccer. And uh, Richard, you, you are from Jamaica. Yes. Is that right? Yes.
2: Born in. Um, lived about half of my life in Jamaica, um, grew up until I was 16 years old, and so moved to South Florida to live with my dad and finish school and went to college in Florida, and I've been off playing professionally since then. So, yeah, most of my family that I grew up with are and friends are still in Jamaica. Really? So, yeah, I go back to visit every off-season for as long as I can. Um, yeah. Yeah, enjoy the good food, good weather and good people. What do you get out there for like three, a couple months? Uh, yeah, most times a couple months. Sometimes it's just three, four weeks, sometimes four weeks, Depend, depends on, you know, what's going on here. Um, so if my season runs a little bit longer, you know, deep run the playoffs and stuff like that. I'll I'll go back for like four weeks. Mm-hmm. If we end up finishing early, I end up going back for a couple months. That's awesome. Man. Yeah. So it's it's I mean however long I get to spend, it's always a good time. I, I
1: think that is the the best setup is to be able to work really hard and then take four months off. Or three, four weeks off <laughs> yeah. or a month, yeah, yeah. Uh, so to speak. Yeah,
2: it's it's needed. It's needed, man. Yeah. Um, you know, especially when like we start preseason most of the times in February. February 1st most of the clubs that I've been and if you make a deep run in the playoffs you're not getting done until like late November and um, you know that leaves December and January for your off season so taking you know a good two three sometimes four weeks off just to completely shut it down yeah, get away from soccer get away from the hustle and bustle and just go for me it's been great way my off seasons have been set up because I would normally leave I played four years in the Midwest so I would normally leave um the winter as it's getting cold to the back back of the year and i'll go down to south florida to visit family there and then from south florida to jamaica so i'm like moving <laughs> into summer scale. Yeah, yeah yeah so i mean in jamaica our, our winter cold is, is you know 70 degrees and that's chilly for most jamaicans but in <laughs> in the middle of december it's 85 degrees most days yeah yeah that's great
3: so man. what do you like to do back there everything man uh um, yeah, you is hanover on the water
2: yeah yeah we're so i'm from a small town called salt spring in hanover okay yeah uh hanover is the equivalent to the state i guess we call them parishes so hanover is is i would say the equivalent to the state okay. where i'm from but i'm from a small town called salt spring um most people that have been to jamaica have probably been to negril which is like a big tourist spot there. Yeah. You land in Montego Bay, you drive an hour west to go to Negril. Uh, I'm 10 minutes from the grill, so you have gotcha. to pass through my little town to go to Negril. So I'm like, my community is about a five-minute drive to the water, but nice beaches are in Negril, sure. uh, which is about uh, less than 15-minute drive. So, I mean... You probably don't tell a
1: lot of people about how nice the beaches are. No, nah,
2: I mean... <laughs> You know with, if people have been they know yeah. um so that's something that I, I never have to tell people about you know Jamaica is the beaches um yeah. but yeah as far as what I like to do when I go back I mean everything you know that I grew up doing as a child yeah, that I don't get to do here I get to go into the woods to go pick mangoes you know that's to good. go uh, eat sugarcane right out of the field go spearfishing so with like my like brother yeah spearfishing with my brother and my cousins um you know, just the food, um, the people, and just the environment man, the atmosphere. I, I miss it all, and I try to enjoy
3: it when I go back. It's great. Yeah. Did you grow up spearfishing?
2: Yeah, so it's something we did. Uh, pretty. I grew up fishing a lot, so i I had a I have a couple uncles in my family that are fishermen, yeah. and they. Well, now, now they start to use net, but growing up they spearfished uh, right. exclusively. So they would go out five in the morning, go dive for like four hours and come back, you know, like 10 pounds of fish and they would sell it on the way coming back into the community. The way, yeah. yeah. So they would come home with like one fish, you know, and everybody in the, the yard is, <laughs> is mad at them because they didn't bring any home. Make money. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's, uh, it's something that. I grew up doing a lot. We also have a lot of rivers, so we used to go spearfishing the rivers as really? well. Yeah, um, yeah. just fishing is, it, it was not necessarily uh, a necessity growing up, but it was an essential part of like our daily living because sure. a lot of times we would just, we lived like a uh, hundred meters from uh, a river, so we would just go grab our lines. We don't use rods. We just have the line in our hands. We cast it and we just go fish,
3: hook up a few pounds of fish, come back in and cook dinner. I heard that's kind of part of growing up. Yeah. you know, just
0: constantly doing that. It yeah, sounds yeah. so fun. Yeah, it's it's not a bad life. <laughs> All right. Thank you to Moxie Chattanooga for hosting this podcast series. Moxie Chattanooga, a stylish chic hotel that focuses on the less while offering so much more.
3: Um. So when did you move to a the, the States, you told us that already.
1: 16, um, yeah, 16. Yeah, 2006 was when I okay. moved
3: um, moved to South Florida.
1: And did you did you go and play for, uh, well, I guess it's 16, so you'd be 16. Yeah, did, so did I you, finished. You entered, uh, finished high school here. Yeah, I finished high school here
2: my junior and senior year um, down in uh, West Palm Beach, yeah. um, where I moved to stay with my dad. And then I went to college in uh, West Florida, okay. uh, Northwest Florida played uh, four years there and um, left there and I've been bouncing around the U.S. ever since. Just different club teams
1: around the U.S.? Yeah, yeah, just
2: different clubs. Uh, so it's been soccer
1: since you've been landed in the United States when you were 16?
2: Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. Soccer in school and once yeah. I got done with school is um, it was exclusively soccer. Um, it's just, I gotta just have an amazing opportunity to live out my childhood dream, you know, and um, I was blessed enough that I finished college and I just didn't have anywhere to go, and I didn't wanna. I didn't wanna stop playing soccer. You know yeah. if that makes sense. And so I, me and one of my best friends, we packed up his um, his uh, Hyundai Sonata and drove down to Tampa. They were having an expansion team in the USL, and we went on a trial there, and we both got offered contracts. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean that was it. Even though it wasn't a lot of money, you know, it was a chance to get a foot in the door and. And Took that chance and it grew to now eight seasons later. Awesome. Still playing as a pro and um, you know been at some great clubs. How long, in,
1: how long did you play in Tampa? And I was going to ask you, yeah. you. played at some other great clubs or there's some bigger ones that you know uh, me or any anybody would be familiar with. Yeah,
2: know? yeah. So um, we I spent a season in Tampa um, expansion club. Things didn't go great, but I got to play a lot. You know, rookie yeah. season got to play a lot and. You know, got to really, really get a taste of what lower division soccer is in America. And that, that was great. I played 15 games that season. The club ended up folding after a season. So I left and went to Charlotte, played for Charlotte Eagles. That's uh, the year after 2014, left the Eagles. They, you know, dissolved and went to join St. Louis uh, FC, which actually they play on the weekend. They just won their playoffs game Mm -hmm. playoff game um so I was at St. Louis for two seasons um two decent seasons there I you know that was probably where individually I performed at my best got called up for the national team and um, I actually didn't get to go represent the the team because I got injured a week before I was supposed to leave to go meet the team in Chile you said the national uh, team like the the Jamaica national team Jamaica. Okay. Yeah, so I had got called up 2015 to represent uh, Jamaica and Copa America and Gold Cup, but got injured a week before the tournament um, and missed both tournaments. Came back the following season, had a great season in St. Louis, and then left St. Louis, went to go join OKC where I spent two seasons there. And um, first year went great, went went all the way to the conference final. Um, So that's one of those seasons that went all the way down to november we started yeah. february 1st ended in november and main season ended we we're all dead you know and so sure. that was one of them where we i mean i took like four weeks of doing absolutely nothing before i started building <laughs> yeah. back up and um, yeah uh last year came over uh to chattanooga and this year with cfc so that's the journey in a very cool yeah quick few minutes
0: Vibrant Meals offers convenient, healthy, ready-to-eat meals that are locally made and delivered. With a variety of meal plans to fit your lifestyle needs. Order online at myvibrantmeals.com or visit one of our retail grab-and-go locations. Use CFC 2020 for one free meal with any online purchase. Welcome to Chattanooga. You like it so far? Yeah, man, we love it.
2: Um, My wife and I, we... We had friends before there in, in Chattanooga, Juan Hernandez, that's on the team as well. Yeah. I met Juan in 2016, whenever he was doing his uh, his master's down at West Florida where I went to school. I would always stop down in my off-season to go um, work with the program and just to be around the guys there. Coach Bill, he's one of my mentors, and so I met Juan there just randomly because... He was doing his MBA, uh, not his MBA, but his master's in exercise science, and he was working with the team, and I was supposed to go do some recruiting with Coach Elliott in Jamaica and uh, for a week on the way down, and last minute, Coach Elliott couldn't go anymore, and he ended up sending Juan and just asked me to take him around, and like, I don't even know this guy. I just <laughs> met him. I just met him you know, the night before, and now I gotta take him to Jamaica. And, <laughs> but it ended up being a, a brilliant trip. We went down there for a week, did some recruiting, and then spent a few days down with my family, um, enjoyed the beach and and everything. It was, it was great. And so I've known Juan. I played with uh, a guy that was on the team before, Felipe, and obviously Coach Elliot and our, our GM, Jeremy, that was in St. Louis when I yeah. was there. So it was just a lot of familiarity. And we came and tried to know guys the best city that we've been in um, as far as Outside of work and football, because I can actually do stuff that I enjoy, the outdoors and everything like that. That's that's
1: one great thing that the, talking to uh, you and, and all your your teammates and, and from your from different parts of the world is soccer such an international sport. Yeah. It brings you know all sorts of walks from to, together mm-hmm. uh, to play on a team, and so you you as a you know player get to understand so many different cultures and where people are and probably have just a, a network of international friends so you can yeah. you could call up and be like hey where do i go here yeah, yeah <laughs> to, no, it's,
2: it's incredible man um you know soccer is a, in my opinion is we call it always a universal language because you can take a soccer ball and literally go anywhere, anywhere on the in the world yeah and you drop it and you don't have to speak you don't have to vocalize you can just because it explains itself you don't have to tell the guy in front of you or beside you or whatever what to do they already know what to do and you can just play and enjoy it and it's Yeah. yeah it's something that brings people together and um you know from college to professionally man i've met i think i have uh a friend like a true genuine friend on every continent in most countries right now that i if i'm in that country i can call and say hey I need to come stay at your house for a couple of days yeah. and they'll say, no worries. I can pick you up. It's, it's, it's amazing. The, the people, the people you get to meet, um, through
3: playing. Yeah. yeah and absolutely. Working, training so hard together. I'm sure yeah, yeah, pretty hard. Definitely. Um, I'm going to talk about Jamaica for a second. First on Jamaican legality, is cannabis legal down there? So it's legal now, I believe, just
2: for uh, personal use so I forgot the measurement but it's like you know enough to make like what we call a spliff you just have so a you can just have yeah enough to make a spliff on you you can't you know carry on a duffel bag can't go buy yeah, it from the can't. store obviously now now over the last few years they've been opening more um, more uh, dispensaries mm-hmm. um, so those are now more prevalent in Jamaica which is like for me it's it's Crazy to even think about because, as much as it hasn't been legal for all my lifetime, it's something that it's, I guess, socially acceptable is is the uh, the term because cops wouldn't go harass somebody you know walking down the street even. You go to a lot of events in Jamaica and there's a cloud you know of right, right, smoke right. over and, and just people don't care. It's if you smoke then you smoke and that's it, but it's not legal.
1: I would also say, you know, Bob Marley is another universal language to kind of revolutionize, you know, Jamaica Mm -hmm.
0: and cannabis and and, and put it in, you know, one room together. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Looking for an energetic and inviting place to get in shape and stay fit? Check out Chattanooga's best health and fitness club, Sports Barn, conveniently located in downtown Hickson and off of Lee Highway. Sports Barn, stronger together. I wish
1: you came out to look at the farm. Um, a lot of the other players did, and mm-hmm. um, it, it is a big field of uh, of cannabis, which you know, cannabis. We say it's hemp, right? Mm-hmm. So it's uh, which is you know, derivative CBD, CBD oil. Right? Um, have you ever? Did you ever see any cannabis fields growing up in in Jamaica? Um, not not
2: huge fields, because like I said, it 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 wasn't. It's still not legal, you know, like that yeah. for people to grow and and so on and so forth, but. You know, every now and then you'll see little patches, you know, driving by and, you know, going around the community. You'll see, I call them little patches, not huge fields. Personal patches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Well, yeah, and however, if the invitation is still open, I would love to come and visit the farm because, I mean as much as i don't smoke cbd is something that I've, I've i think i started using in 2017 mm-hmm. i got one of the little bombs i think i was struggling with the hamstring yeah. and i would put it on at night and i woke up the next morning and i was like wow yes this is it i want to keep you so i've been using it for a few years now and so i do use the products you know the the, the bombs and um, i have one it's um like a lotion. Yeah. So, yeah, the different topical creams and stuff like that. That's
1: great yeah. to hear. We'll get you some. We've got some new products yeah. um, coming out. We'll get you some balms and creams. Yeah.
3: Um, one more thing on Jamaica. The food there is some of my favorite food, Jamaican food at least. Do you – You is there a Jamaican place in town that we can get food at? That's good. Do you know? Uh, um,
2: so, when I first moved to Chattanooga, there was one um, – right here that closed Broad they, Street, right? Yeah, yeah. Miss B's Miss kitchen. Yeah, yeah. It closed. They closed down. Unfortunately, I think there was, um you know, the husband, it was a husband and wife that ran in and I mm-hmm. think the husband passed and they, they, she, they closed up shopping, which was unfortunate, you know, went there, went there once and really enjoyed the food. Um It's very, it, it's hard to, to find authentic uh, Jamaican food, you know, in, in most places. And so, but I, the one that, that was here. It was really good. So I haven't found a substitute yet. Yeah. The closest I've had since they closed was when my mom came to visit over the winter. <laughs> and, uh, man, yeah, she she threw down. And my wife and I, we didn't cook for three months. And it was the best three months. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I bet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I have
3: Jamaica, I get, like, jerk chicken, plantains, and, like, the, the meat. Like you been to Jamaica? No, I've been to Jamaica once. But yeah. I, I eat, in Denver, when I lived there, I Jamaica food. Mm-hmm. All the times they have authentic out there, or yeah. close to it. Is that what else is on a Jamaican platter? All types Man, of stuff?
2: All types of stuff. Um, you know, we're all about the spices, you know, so yeah. you can have, you know, probably 20 different kind of chickens, you know, right <laughs> in, in, in Jamaica, whether it's curry, brown stew, um, you know, with fish, escovige, uh, whatever you want. But yeah. it's all about the, the way that you spice it. Right, right. Yeah, so. Uh, we also eat a lot of ground, a lot of produce. We have a lot of yams in Jamaica and um, a lot of backyard food, you know, as we call it. Just go pick it in the backyard and throw it in the pot. And, but a lot of produce, a lot of meats and a lot of vegetables. Spice. most That's of it, yes. Yeah. A lot of spices, most of which is, is local. That you know, we can just either go into the woods, go pick it, or really <laughs> so backyard get it. the sugar off of yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's great.
1: You've been down Have there, make no, I, I, I haven't. Um, I just cruise for yeah, I've been to other places in the yeah. Caribbean, yeah. But, you know, the, the Caribbean theory, but I know there's the Caribbean food, but I know Jamaica is a little bit more specific, and yeah, yeah. And, and what, what it a lot of it, yeah, a lot of it is similar, but yeah, yeah. Every all of the islands have their unique touch, you know that they yeah. put on the, the Caribbean food and Jamaica is, yeah, it's it's very unique. Well, when yeah. we start traveling again, I, I need to go somewhere warm. So yeah, definitely at food. any time of the year. Yeah,
2: <laughs> probably want to stay away from summer because it's you know it's crowded. It's uh, crowded and it's hot if you don't yeah. mind the heat. But now like uh, fall winter, man, eighty five degrees. That sounds good. Yeah. January tenth. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, yeah yeah. yeah. It's great, great great weather. Kick off the new year. And yeah. yeah, it gets uh, gets it gets a bit busy in the winter, but it's
1: it's good though. It's
2: meet some good people.
1: Yeah yeah. So Richard, you you mentioned that um, you host your own podcast.
2: Yeah yeah yeah. I do. Um, Called Next ninety N E X nine zero and N E X nine zero. Yeah, so for most footballers, we consider 90 minutes, you know, to be a game. You know, if you talk to any footballer and say, hey, when's the next 90 minutes? You know, or you finish a game, you're getting ready for the next 90 minutes. And um, that's how we tend to think about things. And so my podcast is just interviewing different pros from, you know, around the country and guys that are also abroad, just giving their Sharing their, their struggles of what, you know, what it, what it takes to become a pro, what it took them to become to become a pro and to stay a pro and some of the obstacles that they had to overcome, some of the lessons that they learned, some mistakes and stuff like that. And the hope for, for the podcast is for, you know, a future pro or maybe a young pro that's struggling with the same thing can go and listen to it and say, hey, I mean, if this guy like myself coming from a D2 college, you know, and now playing in my eighth season as a pro, that's it's not typical Normally, you have to go to a big D1 school and get drafted and, you know, go to an MLS club and so on and so forth. And uh, for me, that wasn't the case at all. Nevertheless, I'm, you know, I'm still here and I'm still playing, still loving it. And so, yeah, that's the hope is, you know, for one
0: player to hopefully inspire and influence whoever needs it. Southern Squeeze offers the highest quality, nutrient-packed, most unique organic food and drink options on the market today. Enjoy smoothies, bowls, juices, salads, and many more delicious, healthy options. Virtually everything on the menu is house-made. Southern Squeeze puts love and careful attention into each item and hopes you enjoy their work as much as they enjoy creating it. Get high on health and Southern Squeeze. Discount Hey Good Squeeze for 20% off purchase
2: and also for fans you know to kind of get inside (coughs) scoop of different players career and really when you hear some some guys' story then you really know and you really find out what's going on inside the the, the world of of soccer and especially lower division soccer here in America so
1: very cool that's great yeah because not everyone has the the same path to you know get to where you are some may have it easier or, or some may have to train harder and go harder and
2: yeah, yeah I mean some more bull. Yeah, some will have to sacrifice, and and that's the main main um, reason for the podcast as well. Yeah. It's just for for guys that you know have been at a certain <clears throat> level, or that you know whether you're playing pro for two or three or ten years, is just to give some tips that could could help out the next generation. And um, you know, for instance, I had a, a a pro on that he played his first season on a zero dollar contract. You know, he just played for free, just mm-hmm. for the opportunity, and. And went on, played seven years later, you know, played over in Iceland in Europa League, playing in front of 40,000 fans, you know, a few years later. And so just to show you how crazy the game is, you know, one minute you can be yeah. here, you know, playing for no money, and then next thing you know, you're in another <laughs> continent, you know, yeah. playing. <laughs> like Yeah, play legitimate pro. Yeah. And so, is yeah, just giving giving advice, um, just kind of selling the blueprint. That's right. You know, that's where, that's where, where can you remember. find that, uh, It's on right now. It's on Spotify. Um, it's on public radio and Google podcasts. I haven't, I have to put it on, uh, iTunes manually. I haven't got around to do that yet. Gotcha. So, but it's on Spotify. Yeah. Were you doing that before COVID hit? So yeah, I was, I started it late last year and yeah, I'm only a few episodes in, um, I also have a a nine and a half month old baby. Oh, uh, great! Yeah, yeah. yeah. So plenty busy. That's been yeah. (laughs) That's been a whole new world. So it's it's been really busy lately. He or she? She. She. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Isabella. She's uh. She's a handful. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So yeah, man. It's 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 um, soccer in her future. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna force her anything, (laughs) but you know, if 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 she she likes it, then you know. I, I have a blueprint
3: here for her, so.
2: <laughs> yeah, Yeah.
3: yeah. Congrats. Um, yeah, thank you. You're a defender. Mm-hmm. When and why did you choose defending? Do you remember? Do you know? So, and I don't think it was out of
2: pure choice. Right. Um, when I first started playing soccer, uh, you know, competitively, I coach first acts, you know, into my first try to coach acts. All right, who's a striker? You know, I look around and. <laughs> yeah. i'm a striker you know threw my hand in the ear and so i first like tried out as a striker in jamaica everybody plays soccer it's yeah. either you they play you're doing track and field or you're playing soccer or cricket those three sports we don't have bob like, <laughs> <laughs> or bobsledding, but yeah not really it's uh you know we have three main options uh maybe for females netball as well which is a Abbreviated version of basketball. Gotcha. Yeah. And so, you know, I've always played cricket growing up and, um, you know, played soccer just with my friends and in the community and stuff like that. So nothing was ever structured and it was never like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a defender, I'm a forward. It's just you get the ball and you try to score. Right. Um, you don't have it, you try to steal it from somebody and, and you try to score. And so that was, that was most of my, um, playing before. Um, I decided to take it really seriously, and you know, decided that hey, this is what I'm going to do. And uh, when I fell in love with the game, I started out as a forward, you know. And a few years later, went back into midfield. And then a few years later, I became a defender, and so that just
1: stuck. Kept pushing yeah. You back,
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that stuck. You know, it's um, just my natural uh, abilities. Um, I was better suited to be a defender, mm-hmm. and so yeah. Once that stuck, and you know, I kept working on my craft and kept getting better and kept putting in the hours that uh, it was, yeah, that was,
3: it was easy. Cool. Man. Yeah. I like it. A um, couple questions for you unless you got anything,
0: Lou. Where yeah, about, I mean, yeah, we need to start wrapping it up now. I think. Cool.
3: Let's do these two and uh, we can wrap it up for that. Yeah.
1: I was, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll get it with the question. There you go. Uh, just um, It, We ask everybody this. I think it's a good question. If you weren't playing soccer, because, you know, soccer has been your, a good part of your life, what would you be doing? Man, that's a, that's a million dollar question right there. Um, You
2: know, I, I was always,
0: I was always a good
2: student. Um, I was always, because if I wasn't, my mom was going to, you know, beat my behind. Uh, (laughs) In Jamaica, we don't have the luxury of, doing we don't school is not free so we have to pay you know school fees um, uniform although it, it, you have to pay a fortune to go to school and stay in school and stuff like that and so my mom made sure that I got the good grades and stuff like, and everything growing up and so I was a decent student once I got into like my my ninth and tenth grade year in Jamaica we graduate in 11th grade and once you get into your ninth and 10th grade year, you had to pick a vocation. And I chose accounting, and I was really good at it. And that's actually, I saw myself becoming, you know, like an accountant or, you know, just in the business field um, some way, somehow. But ever since I, you know, decided I'm going to play football for as long as I can, I haven't thought about that question really. So, Don't I... Don't think about it then. Don't yeah, think about it. Yeah, you yeah. know, on. Yeah, you know, so... <laughs> I guess the the most the appropriate thing to say is when I am done playing football, I would love to become a coach. Um,
0: yeah,
2: you know, whether professionally or an amateur in the college college collegiate level, I would love to coach coach um, coach players and helping them get better and pursue their dreams. That's
3: great. Yeah, sounds like ball is life. Ball is yeah. life. It's, it's it's become life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Richard, thanks
1: for coming on, man. Yeah, yeah. Thank no, you, Richard. Thank you guys for having yeah. me. Man, Enjoy talking with you. Yeah,
3: for sure.
2: Um, and I would love to come and visit the farm if the Yeah, the farm's do, we've, we've harvested <laughs> everything. So okay. come to the warehouse um, to couple, check out the lab. Well, lamb yeah.
1: I'll get with Catherine. Maybe we can mm-hmm. do like a little walkthrough through the warehouse. Okay. Um, and then next year we'll be here. So awesome. We'll awesome. do it again. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. and uh, I remember you gave me one of the bomb the other day, and I
3: absolutely love it. So oh,
2: thank, thank you. you. Yeah, we'll yeah. have new products yeah. in a couple of weeks. We'll yeah. get you a care yeah. package.
1: we'll bring some more.
3: Appreciate you guys. Thanks, for Yeah, us. yeah. yeah thank nice to meet you. Of course.